It's an early Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Jonesing for Football. Bill Jones along with Cody Winstead. And here we are, mid-March. I've been busy filling out my tournament bracket. So how in the world is this a new year? Well, as you all know, Cody, you know very well, it's the new year for the National Football League. And the new year is Wednesday, but the negotiating period starting two days earlier than that, as usual. It's a huge day for the Ian Rappaports and Adam Schefters of the world. It's a huge week for all of us who are fans of this great game of football. And uh, we're going to jump into that on our next edition of Jonesy for Football. But we got things to wrap up from the Combine from a couple of weeks ago first, young Cody. Yes, sir. We've got some... uh defensive players we want to get to. I know Bill Jones, this is the time of the year where every day we're studying prospects. And it's about not only learning the big name guys more and more and more, but also trying to find those day two and day three guys. I know that's your favorite part of this process. And today we're going to hit some defensive guys. And do you mind if I just lead the way, Bill Jones? Do you mind if I start us off with our top? I, with I would love for you to, you know, last week, there was a record-setting combine numbers in many ways, going to the, back to the quarterback, Anthony Richardson, the offensive lineman, Blake Freeland out of BYU, and some other big numbers that were posted. Well, there were some pretty good numbers posted on defense, too, and the guy that you're going to start off with posted as good a numbers as anybody, didn't he? He might end up being my favorite defensive player in the draft, Nolan Smith, the edge rusher from Georgia. Out of all the dudes that increased their draft stock in Indy, maybe no one made a bigger jump than Smith. Completely wrecked the combine, Dr. Jones. 4-3-9-40, which is absolutely sick when you weigh in at 238 pounds. A 41 and a half vert. Both of those tops for his position. And, oh, yeah, a 10-8 broad jump as well. He only played eight games for the Dogs last season but led the team in QB pressures. Back in 2021, when we know that Georgia had a stud defense, he was fifth on the team in tackles. So it was him, Trayvon Walker, N'Kobe Dean, Quay Walker, Devontae Wyatt, Lewis Dean. This guy, Nolan Smith, was right in the middle of the action. And based on his size at 6'2 and just under 240 pounds, you'd think he's primarily a rush end. But he's also pretty strong versus the run. I like his ability to disrupt offenses, a walking tackle for loss, super quick around the edge, and obviously with that speed can close in a hurry. And I love his personality. If you didn't see his combine interview with Stacy Dales, go check it out. He was hyping the Georgia football program, basically recruiting for the dogs live on NFL Network talking about the new restaurant in the football building. Did you hear this, Bill Jones? They got a McDonald's there? Yeah, it's called Bones. It's a little bit different than a McDonald's. Nolan Smith was raving how they eat steak and lobster every day and that all the prospects should go to Athens and enjoy it themselves. A really fun chat, but a great personality, a real culture setter. And now Nolan Smith could be a top 10 pick in the upcoming NFL draft. Sounds like he might have had an NIL endorsement deal as well there. Right, a lobster NIL deal. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, to, just to put in perspective then, 
be 43940. That 6'2, 238-pound Nolan Smith ran at the combine. Micah Parsons at 6'3, 246 pounds, ran a 436, not at the combine. That was at his pro day. Right. Uh, he did not run at the combine with a 159 split. His other numbers you mentioned. 41 and a half vertical and a 10-8 broad jump. Micah's was a 34 vertical and a 10-6 broad jump. So he is the real deal as far as athleticism goes. Yes. And like I said, really great personality. And I think he's someone that you'd want in your locker room. And so I highly suggest looking at him. Okay. I'm not sure. My edge rusher that I'm not sure I highly recommend him, but these are numbers that caught my eye that are going to lead me to do more research on him. Okay. And that would be a number six for the Tennessee volunteers, Byron Young. Yeah. Byron Young, 6'2", 250 pounds with 33 and a half inch arms. And that's big as an edge rusher to have those long arms, to be able to uh, ward off uh, offensive linemen and uh, be able to play your position. 4'4", 840. Okay. A 38 vertical. And okay, what was Nolan Smith? He was 41 and a half and 11 foot broad jump. Nolan Smith was a 10 8 broad jump. A little bit of cause for concern is he did run a, the cone and it was a 7 1 9 cone. What I like to see out of my edge rushers, especially, is a cone number that is under seven. Uh, I think a lot of times that translates into being able to bend and uh, get around the left tackle or right tackle and get to the quarterback. So there is a little bit of concern there. uh, But then again, you don't put that much stock in it. You got to, his other numbers will lead you to want to do more research on him. He is an older player. He turns 25 in March. Interesting story out of South Carolina. He went to Georgia Military College. And uh, during COVID, had no offers, did not play during the COVID year, 2020. Uh, But it was an interesting story when he had no offers coming out of high school and then moved to Columbus, Georgia from South Carolina and became the assistant manager at a Dollar General for 18 months before Georgia military offered him. And then uh, he had seven sacks in one season there and then wound up at uh, the University of Tennessee. His uh, last year at Tennessee, he was there for two years, had 12 and a half sacks total, seven sacks last year for a Tennessee team that uh, obviously had a very nice year. And so he might have been a big reason why. Number six for Tennessee, Byron Young. Byron Young. All right. Can I give you an interior D lineman, Dr. Jones? You may. I'm guessing he is nowhere to be found in that big green NFL draft scouting notebook. His name is Zach Pickens. That's Zach with two C's. Dr. Jones, defensive tackle from South Carolina. Is he in the notebook? Well, as a matter of fact, he is in the notebook. He is in the notebook. Zach Pickens is right there in the notebook, and there's actually some scribble on his name there. I haven't determined whether I like him yet or not. Tell me why I should like him. All right. Really good athlete for his size. 6'4", 291. Finished top six among D tackles in most of these measurables at the combine. 40, vert, broad, three cone, shuttle. So as you can tell, 
really made a good impression for front offices and scouts. I first heard about him at the Senior Bowl. And check out YouTube because you can see him owning some of those offensive linemen during their drills. Showed a ton of explosiveness on his way to being named the American team's defensive lineman practice player of the week. Probably a three-tech, maybe a five-tech ability to attack gaps, stand up offensive linemen, and run down running backs from the backside. Had a nice career for the Gamecocks, starting over 30 games. Came in as the number one D-tackle in the country, so he's used to a lot of the hype. Right now, CBS has him as a third or fourth rounder, Dr. Jones, but he's someone that I would want to add. Zach Pickens from South Carolina. Again, last year we had Sky Moore with two Ys. This year we have Zach Pickens with two Cs in Zach. So take a look at him. Okay, I will. Zach Pickens out of South Carolina. And I know why you selected Zach Pickens as your interior defensive lineman to feature here on Jonesing for Football because the guy you really wanted to feature, you would have a hard time pronouncing his name. Who's that? His, his name is Adetamewe Adabare out of <laughs> Northwestern University. Adetamewe Adabare. And you talk about blowing up the combine at 6'2", 282 pounds. 6'2", 282 pounds. He ran a 4-4-9-40. Yeah. He, he broke 4-5 in the 40 at 282 pounds. He also had 27 bench reps. He also had a 37-and-a-half-inch vertical and a 10-5 broad jump. J.J. Watt's vertical was 37. The 4-4-9-40 is the fastest 40 time recorded at the combine for any athlete 270 pounds or greater. Dang. At a Tomaway at a Barre out of Northwestern. And by the way, he played for that other team at the Senior Bowl and was the other team's practice player of the week at the Senior Bowl out of Kansas City, Missouri. Had five sacks for Northwestern, 31 quarterback pressures last year, and had four and a half sacks his junior year at Northwestern. And by the way, he got on my radar initially because his younger brother, Adepoju Adabare, is a five-star recruit incoming freshman at the University of Oklahoma. Okay, give me the name one more time. I'm going to write it down phonetically, Bill Jones, so I don't forget. Adetamewe Adabare. Okay. You Adetama spell let me, Okay, that's easy enough. I've let, got let me go ahead and spell his name for you. A-D-E-T-O-M-I-W-A, just as it is spelled, Adetamewe. Adetamewe. And the yeah. last name, Adabare, A-D-E-B-A-W-O-R-E. It's very easy once you see it spelled out, Adetamewe Adabare. At a bar, I got it. All right. This one's a little bit easier. This name, Bill Jones, a real multi-talented, multi-positional player, Trenton Simpson. Do you want me to spell that? No, just kidding. Don't worry about it. Uh, from Clemson, can line up almost anywhere in the box. Has played middle linebacker, outside linebacker, but can also show blitz in that A-gap and then rush up the middle there. And I've even seen him rush from the edge as well. 
He can play as, as a spy against a quarterback. So one of those new age linebackers that can do almost anything. Quick and strong, ran a 4-4-3, second fastest among linebackers. But also benched 225 pounds 25 times, which was fourth most for his position. NFL Network did a nice comparison on how Simpson's measurables are almost identical to Roquan Smith. And I really like that comp there. He was all ACC this season, over 70 tackles. And you know this dude is going to be a professional. He grew up in a military household. His father, command sergeant, Major Timothy Simpson, served 17 overseas tours as a U.S. Army Ranger. So yeah, the kind of person with some discipline, the kind of person you want on your team. Daniel Jeremiah has him as the 43rd overall prospect. My guess, he's moving up. Maybe into round one. Remember the name Trenton Simpson, a linebacker from Clemson. And you got to love a player who's been coached by Brent Venables at Clemson, too. Right? Sure. Sure. Yeah. That's okay, I guess. And a sports communication degree. So he'll be able to communicate, too, not only on defense, but also with the media. We like that. Yeah. Trenton Simpson from Clemson. All right. Let me give you a linebacker, and if you're thinking Dallas Cowboys, we think Dallas Cowboys here in Dallas a lot. There's a linebacker named Leighton Vander Esch who is a first-round draft pick out of Boise State, and he's now a free agent as of this week. Well, there's a linebacker in this draft that looks a lot like Leighton Vander Esch without the neck issues. He played at the University of Iowa. He wore number 31. He's 6'5", 249 pounds. He ran a 4.6540 at the Combine. His name, Jack Campbell. Yeah. 37 and a half vertical, 10.8 broad jump. And I like that cone drill when you get under seven. How about 6.74 on his cone drill? Jack Campbell, he also won the not named after him or anyone in his family, the William V. Campbell Trophy, which is considered the academic Heisman. So this is a guy, two-time team captain, not only in college, but also in high school at Cedar Falls, Iowa, Butkus Award winner, three-time Dean's List member, three-time academic All-Big Ten He's a leader on your defense, consensus first-team All-American, Jack Campbell from Iowa. He's a playmaker, too. Five picks in his career. Like him. I know Bucky Brooks has him as uh, one of his top five linebackers, so I was kind of tracking him at the combine as well. So where is he going to go, Bill Jones? Second round, third round? What, what do you think there? Well, he's got enough athleticism there. He could just sneak into the first round. Yeah. When you look at Campbell, I watched a little bit of tape on him. Uh, his drops are – people were talking about uh, – that was in Rod Marinelli's defense, uh, Tampa 2. Uh, they were talking about Van Der Esch as being a Brian Erlacher type at linebacker, rangy and being able to drop and, and cover a three-down linebacker. And I think Jack Campbell uh, has those kind of traits as well. And so that's who I thought of when I saw Campbell at 6'5", 249 pounds. Looks a lot like Vander Esch. Um, all right. 
Uh, I'm switching to secondary. Okay. Of the Cowboys, this guy could probably be an option for your Dallas Cowboys and maybe even the Eagles here in Philadelphia too. Julius Brents, cornerback from Kansas State, 6'3", 198. Wasn't a blazer, ran 4'5", 3", but everything else was elite. 41 and a half vert. 11-6 broad. That was the best among everyone at the combine. He also ran a 6-6-3 cone, which blew away all the other corners. And when you put up numbers like that, you know teams are going to go back and revisit those grades they had on him. He came to Kansas State after starting at Iowa, interestingly enough. Wasn't getting a ton of playing time for the Hawkeyes, but shined in two seasons with the Wildcats. Honorable mention, Big 12, his first year, and then first team all-conference with four picks and eight passes defense last year. Read a couple scouting reports. They say he's a zone corner, which makes sense given his length and athleticism. Some even floating the idea he could move to safety. What I like about him, super aggressive and will blow up ball carriers in the run game. Made a ton of big hits whether it was a, a, a toss or even those smoke screens with the receivers, which we see all the time. My guy, Julian Brents, will last, guys. Despite all these positives, though, I find it interesting. Online, he's projected as a fifth-round pick. Whoa. He's probably moving up. Who knows, maybe even into day two. But Julius Brents from Kansas State. Does he have a page on your website, Bill Jones? On your, um, uh, on your notebook there, Bill Jones? Here's what I've got on him. Okay. Love him. A lot of numbers in Love there. Love him. Good, good. Wow. Fifth round? I've seen two sites that say fifth round for Julius Brents. Now, that's pre-combine. Now I'm yeah. No, 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 no. That is – okay, That that's a great example of when you, you look at some of those rating services, whatever, and then you watch him skyrocket. Yeah, you probably go to that same website, and he's now a second rounder. After what? After the numbers that he put up at the combine, what you just ran off right there, at six three, basically he's six two and three quarters inches tall, one hundred ninety eight pounds. And then you watch him play, and he can really play. He started his career at Iowa, and then transferred to Kansas State. And Kansas State had a really good team this year, and he's probably a big reason why. He's probably, I was just thinking about it last night, he is probably the best cornerback to come out of Kansas State since Terrence Newman. Terrence Newman was the fifth overall pick when he came out in, what, 2003, drafted yeah. by the Cowboys. Yeah. Uh, that big difference in Newman and Brents is the height. Newman, uh, 5'10 and 3'8". Brents 6'2 and three quarters. Uh, and and Newman ran a 4'3'7 and Brents ran a 4'5'3. So that that's going to be a markdown on him. But the size alone is going to get him drafted in the first, uh, in the second day for sure. Yep. Top 100 pick. Um, and, you know, Newman had a 41 vertical. He's got a 41 and a half. Newman had an 11 4 broad. He's 11 6. Uh, and the cone drill and the shuttle are very similar on both of them. And, and, like you say, I'd love what I've seen, the little bit that I've seen of him on tape. I love how competitive he is, how he comes up, and he'll come up and strike you in the run game. Uh, I think the Cowboys are going to be all over Julius Prince. Yeah, one thing that's interesting, Bill Jones, this class of cornerbacks 
Let me give you the top six or seven cornerbacks and the size of these guys. Gone are the days of 5'8", five, 5'9", five, DBs. Devin Witherspoon, 5'11 and a half. Joey Porter, 6'2 and a half. Christian Gonzalez, 6'1". Brian Branch, 6 foot. Emmanuel Forbes, 6'1". Uh, Tay Banks, 6 foot. Keely Ringo, 6'2". These are big dudes on the edge, and we're not having no 5'8 cornerbacks anymore. Okay, but you can have a 5'10 safety, can't you? He's got to be a player. I, I think it can happen. And I got a player for you. Who you got? I, I loved him when I saw him at the uh, Senior Bowl, and I love him even more after seeing what he did at the Combine, and that would be Sidney Brown from Illinois. Yep. Sidney Brown, 5'10", 211 pounds. He ran a 4.47, 151 split, 23 bench reps, 40 and a half vertical, and a 10-10 broad jump. He's athletic. He is a leader. He's a he was a five-year starter at Illinois. He turns 23 next week. Uh, he reminds me a little bit of Jalen Petrie from Baylor, uh, a guy who can come down in the box and play. And 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 then this age in the NFL with your and Dan Quinn's defense starting three safeties. He can play in the slot. He can cover in the slot. His run defense is uh, exceptional, I think, uh, at 5'10", 211 pounds. Uh, I really like Sidney Brown. Of course, his twin brother, Chase Brown, is a top running back prospect in this draft as well. There's a reason Brett Bielema's Illinois team had a uh, season unlike uh, any that Illinois has had in recent years, and I think Sidney Brown and Chase Brown are two reasons why. But uh, I love Sidney Brown. He had six interceptions this year, has uh, those playmaking instincts that you love in a safety, uh, native of uh, the Toronto area, London, Ontario, and then uh, came down uh, and played two years of high school football in Florida. He is athletic, and he is has instincts, and this guy is going to be – uh, a guy that a lot of NFL teams are going to love. How cool would it be, Bill Jones, to have a twin brother and be at the combine at the same time, like competing on who's going to have the faster 40, who's going to have the higher uh, vertical, the broad jump. I mean, I just think that would be awesome. And to enjoy that experience with your brother had, has, had got to be cool. I thought about featuring Chase Brown last time on uh, Jonesing for football when we looked at offensive guys, but I went with B. John Robinson instead. And looking back at my notes on uh, Chase Brown, all right, you compare the uh, the twin brothers who won at the Combine. Uh, well, Chase ran a 4-4-3, yep. the running back, and yep. Sydney, the safety, ran a 4-4-7. So the running back got it there. Yep. Uh, Vertical was 40 for Chase. 40 for Chase, 40 and a half for Sydney. Okay. So the safety won that. And the broad was 10-7 for Chase, 10-10 for the safety, Sydney. And so Sydney wins there. But okay. very, very close. Just I'd barely the half an inch on the vert. Hey, accumulate a couple of picks there. Okay. And I don't know what round we're looking at on these guys. I mean, take them back to back. Chase and Sydney Brown. I'd, cool. I'd take them both on my football team. And they, I think they both will get second contracts in this league. Seems like something the Pittsburgh Steelers would do, right? Bill Jones, the Watt brothers, they had the Edmonds brothers, you know, that the Steelers <laughs> are big into those family moves right there. You know, the Cowboys did it too with uh, Jalen Smith and his brother who played running back and awesome. didn't really get on the field, but uh, yeah, he's, you're familiar with him. 
Yeah, Rod was a nice player for the Buckeyes back in the day. Uh-huh. That's right. And so uh, I'm rooting for that. Some team's going to take both Brown brothers. I think that would be a, a winning draft right there. This was a winning podcast, Bill Jones. I would I would say so. You know, I think Babe Loffenberg probably enjoyed the offensive uh, podcasts, uh, the, the most recent one, better than the defensive one because he's such an offensive-minded individual, don't you? Maybe, but I would say this defensive one was a little more tailored to what the Cowboys could do. So it might impact Babe in the radio booth a little bit more. So, But that would be an interesting question. So what Babe needs to do is go back and listen again to this defensive one and this time get off the elliptical and take notes. He needs to start up his own big green notebook and take notes, don't you think? A big blue notebook. All right. That's yeah. Go with. All right. That, that makes sense. Yeah. All right. Uh, on the next edition of Jonesing for Football, we got to take a look at what's happening uh, this week in free agency because this is a great week. This is when football teams are put together. Training camp, you're just practicing plays. Right now is when the 2023 version of your football team is taking shape, right? No doubt about it. And you're right. You said it off the top. I don't celebrate New Year's on December 31st like everybody else. I celebrate it right here in March, just like everybody else should. At uh, 4 o'clock Eastern Time, 3 o'clock Central Time (laughs) on Wednesday, the start of the new league year. That is the real Happy New Year. So we'll talk about that on the next edition of Jonesing for Football.